0: You're listening to What Were You Thinking with Eric McCoy and Morella McCoy only on L.A. Talk Radio.
1: Hey, this is What Were You Thinking on L.A. Talk Radio. Thank you guys for tuning in again. This is my wife, my beautiful wife, Morella McCoy. Again, I'm Eric McCoy. Absolutely. One of the things that I was um, thinking about When, uh, you know, I was thinking about back when I was on drugs, when I was doing all that crazy stuff, you know, obviously I was doing things that was literally destroying my body, mind, soul, everything, you know, revolving around that. And the one thing that I seem to have lost, that I could not grasp, that ended up turning out to be the, probably the saving grace for me, was
2: Laughter. laughter.
1: Do you like to laugh?
2: Love to laugh. Like the good old song says, I love to <laughs> laugh. Ha, ha,
1: ha, ha. <laughs> Loud and long and clear.
2: For those of you who know us, Mary Poppins is our favorite movie.
1: Yes. And we learned that on our first meeting that we ever had, and we talked about things. And she said, You know, we were like, Well, what's your favorite movie? And she was like, uh, Oh, I think I said it. I was well, like, Well, I,
2: I asked Disney or regular and then you said Disney, and I said Mary Poppins, and you were like, what?
1: We were meant to be Grateful Dead fan. Mm -hmm. Grateful Dead fan.
2: Mary Poppins, best movie.
1: (laughs) Best movie made, best movie ever. (laughs) So we wanted to actually talk about that. We wanted to talk about laughter. We wanted to talk about the ability for people to maybe start to learn to laugh at themselves. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Years ago, when I was in college, I. took this class from this amazing lady, Dr. Brandi, and we had to come up with a treatment modality that does not currently exist today. This is actually for you to get a A on the paper. You had to come up with something that um, was nothing related to anything in treatment. And so I actually did my entire presentation paper, paper on laughter and the whole thing revolved around laughter. And so if any of you guys know any of the the history behind the concept of laughter being the best medicine, it's actually Norman Cousins who was a journalist and back in the 50s or 60s, I believe, he was diagnosed with a terminal illness. He decided to check himself out of the hospital. He checked into a hotel room. He had them bring, of course this was back, I think it was in the 50s. They brought those old real movie Mm -hmm. projectors. And he watched Mark Brothers movies. And what he did was he forced himself to laugh so hard that his stomach hurt, right? And, uh, and he was literally laughed himself well. The terminal illness went away. I believe it actually happened twice. He wrote books on this uh, about laughter being the best medicine. Mm-hmm. And I truly believe it. And we were talking about this uh, just briefly before we started this that, you know, in my book, I bring up the concept that you know, I found freedom when I was locked up in a jail. Mm -hmm. And that concept of freedom actually began with that. I was at uh, the main jail in Santa Ana. I think I'd been in custody for six months. I was transferred over to Theo Lacey, if anybody knows the jails in Orange County. Uh, I had a seizure, ended up in the hospital, went back to the main jail. And so I think I had about maybe six, six and a half months sober in custody. And they transferred me back over to uh, Theo Lacy, mm-hmm. and during that transitionary period, I remember speaking with some guy, and we ended up getting in this conversation. And I started laughing, and I was laughing so hard that that was the freedom that really started for me. Right. Was this just uplifting feeling of laughing, and I hadn't laughed in years. Right. You know, my laughing on drug was. <laughs> yeah like uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: like beavis and butthead kind of thing right uh, huh. it's, <laughs> it's not like a real laugh well and 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 when it comes to I, I know for us us women right we we like to do a girls night out like we like to just go out have some dinner just a glass of wine whatever well not everybody drinks wine but mm-hmm. you know just hanging out with our girls and the reason why and i know when i hang out with my girlfriends it's we're laughing until the restaurant Mm -hmm. closes Mm -hmm. you know um one of my closest dearest friends to my heart rachel she her and i when we get together it's like we pick up where we left off and we're cracking up the whole time we're talking about you know and we go we go home feeling so refreshed right feeling like feels so good to just laugh and get away but what we forget is our day-to-day we have time to laugh we don't Mm -hmm. have to wait for those those get togethers with our girlfriends or, you know, for something to, to be an awakening. Right. There's so much stress in our lives and just having to manage day to day work, home life, you know, manage, you know, take care of your friends, take care of everything. There's so much happening that you forget to take a moment and just laugh.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
2: And so we have some, we have some really great kind of, ideas, right? To, to, mm-hmm. to get you to kind of mentally m- force yourself to take a moment in your day and laugh.
1: Yeah. And I want to mention, so I did an episode on my podcast, High Wall Clean, and this was quite a while back and I called it, let's get high. And again, I am the big promoter of highness. Keep getting high. Let's do it clean. But I did this on on uh, this concept of let's let's get high, right? Mm -hmm. And it was stemming from this concept. I think this is one of God's greatest gifts that he's given to us, Mm -hmm. is this ability to laugh. And one of the things that it does.
2: It it helps heal us.
1: And it boosts dopamine. It boosts dopamine. It does exactly the same thing that we're looking at when we are doing drugs. Mm -hmm. We're looking for that boost of dopamine, that boost of pleasure it does the same thing
2: it does the same exact thing in fact for those for those folks that are trying to lose weight statistics show you laugh hard for one minute that's an equivalent to six to ten minutes on a treadmill yes so I've been on this weight loss journey for the last two years so I'm going to start laughing a little bit more. Taking that moment and laughing. Because mm-hmm. if that can take off six to ten minutes off the treadmill for me, oh, I'm all about that.
1: Mm-hmm. And so I do want to mention that we are, towards the end of the show, we are going to do a big workout.
2: We're, we're going to exercise for that one minute. <laughs> so be prepared to laugh with us. Another Gosh. good thing about laughter, right, is it's contagious. It
1: absolutely is. That's I why. know there's times that Eric's
2: <laughs> cracking up about something that I don't think is too funny. <laughs> and i start laughing just because he, <laughs> he he just cracks me up you know so <laughs> we've got to remember that you know we we got to take some moment for ourselves and people are like oh just take some time off spend some time and you know some people can't do that mm-hmm. they can't take that time off so when do you take that time to laugh you don't need to take a whole time off take a minute close the door to your office close the door go in the bathroom and, and start work cracking out up. yeah and work you're out. working out Right. How
1: how many? Wait one one minute of laughing is equal to
2: six to ten minutes on the treadmill. So let's do it. Let's two let's,
1: minutes of laughter. Yeah, it's yeah. like thirty. That's minutes. like
2: that's, well, that's like twenty if you do your math right. Mm-hmm. But you know, calm down. To so laugh for five minutes, you've got an hour. <laughs> you've got an hour. <laughs> right. So you know, it, it's just it's it's mind boggling that we don't take enough time. We take things so serious. And I'm saying we because I have been in it. Eric's been in it I Mm -hmm. mean life stresses us out Mm -hmm. right so we've got we've got some ideas Mm -hmm. some you know for you to kind of go hey that's kind of a good idea or you know take it as you will but remember to laugh and 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 to enjoy life to the fullest as much as you can because we're only given a certain amount of time anyway on this world so we might as well enjoy it don't wait to have to get together with family or friends to have that laugh
1: yeah, you know, that's part of one of the issues with society today. I mean, everything seems to be so serious all the time. Everything's so so serious, mm-hmm. and but we don't always have to be. I mean, there's times for seriousness. You know, Absolutely. I, I you know I teach clients that I work with. You know, it's like there's the times for serious, but there's times you got to have fun. Right. You've got to laugh. I used to take, um, and this was, you know, I, again, I'm a very thinking outside the box person. I ran a program in Temecula, and one of the things that I did and I decided to do was to actually take all of our clients to the comedy show. Mm-hmm. And um, this was something that, you know, would not be done by a lot of people. I felt it was appropriate because again, uh, the, uh, the uh, comedy clubs are typically nightclubs. And so you have to obviously right. make sure Drink. that you have to order two drinks. So you make sure obviously they get the right drinks. <laughs> right, kind <It'll slip laughs> <Yeah>. a... <laughs> of flipping a... But one of the greatest things in the world laughing
2: yeah well it it reminds me a little bit after my mom died you took me out to a comedy club and eric and i've gone to comedy clubs forever that's one of our things right mm-hmm. um and unfortunately covid has kind of robbed us of that for right now but we'll get back to that but after the death of my mother i remember it was probably a couple weeks after she had passed away you said we're going out and he takes me to a comedy club and i felt like this this isn't right like i'm in mourning I'm not you know I'm not feeling up to it. Mm-hmm. And we went to the comedy club and fortunately it was somebody who was freaking hilarious and I laughed and I enjoyed that hour of laughter to the point where my stomach hurt yeah. you know um,
1: so, so an hour of laughter equals how much exercise?
2: Now you're making me do too much <laughs> <on that. laughs> um, So any any anyways but it was um, it, it was a really nice experience because it took me away from that stressful moment in my life if at least for an hour but even afterwards I felt calmer I felt relaxed I was able to go home and, and sleep well um, so it was it was a healing it was a healing process yeah. I mean yeah of course the next day you know I was still feeling lonely and sad, and you know dealing with a lot of other stuff but it, it just it took that stress away for even a short amount of time. So mm-hmm. it was, it was amazing. So there's so many things that happen in our lives that, that, you know, sure, you know, it's stressful. It's, you know, you're going through all these emotions and these feelings, but you take that moment and to just laugh is, is really important. Um, you know, right after the funeral services, my girlfriends, you know, showed up to the house and my cousin from Australia was here and we all laughed. We we talked about stories, funny stories about my mom, you know, just, just funny stories about a lot of things. And And we laughed. And and again, for those few hours, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: even though it may not have seemed appropriate to be laughing at that time, but for those few hours, I felt healed. I felt okay. I felt calmed, Mm -hmm. you know. So I mean, and that's one of the worst things that can happen. Right. We we all prepare for our loved ones. We don't always prepare for our loved ones to die. So when they do, we 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 forget that they were individuals and there's so many funny stories you can tell about those individuals Mm -hmm. to laugh and enjoy their, um, their lives. Well,
1: even the concept of grieving though, I mean, grieving people grieve differently, right? you know, and I mean, and cultures depending on, you know, with various different cultures, you know, like we, like in America, you know, we seem to always do like the, you know, the, the funerals and gloom and doom and sadness and all that kind of stuff where other cultures are like parties and celebrations. Right. Well, and then most,
2: most, most, they don't call them um, funerals anymore. Right. They call them celebrations of life, but we're not really celebrating their lives. We're mourning their loss, Mm -hmm. but we're not talking about really celebrating them again you know, My dear friend, Rachel, I know she's going through some struggles right now. You know, her father-in-law passed away and, you know, she's got to deal with a lot of stuff right now. Um, So, Rachel, if you're hearing me, take a moment by yourself and just start cracking up. Mm. Think of our funny stories of things that we've done. Um, You know, your bachelorette party. That was kind of fun. Vegas, baby. Right? Like, you know, just <laughs> those kind of things. So just I it was know a you're long pre- ass time ago, wasn't it? It was really long time ago. <laughs> I think she's been married for like a billion years. Like I think for sure. It's been about a billion, give or take. Yeah. Um, you know, but it it was quite a while ago. But we had a great time. It was the first time I went to a strip club. I was pretty shocked. Wow. First and only time actually. It was pretty shocking. You know, I was like, this is weird, but we had a good time. Um <laughs> whole other oprah right is what i always say but you know it's just it you know i may she may not you know rachel if you're not feeling appropriate to laugh with your um family because i know they're um hispanic so they get a little touchy you know just make sure you take that moment and laugh just to try to release some of that stress and bt dubs love you babe
1: (laughs) Hispanic is drink right
2: no, I don't think yeah, well, Hispanics do drink, but uh, so do, so does right. every other culture, so you know whatever, <laughs> but um you know they they're very somber. Catholics can be very somber sometimes right. in, in, when it comes to funerals, so any anyway, so you know, what are other some other good things that come out of laughter? i I got my notes here, right? Mm-hmm. so it strengthens the immune system, like you talked about Norman right? cousins, yeah, um the endorphins that are released my favorite the you know burning calories right
1: so endorphins right endorphins getting released okay this is actually similar to heroin right right heroin mimics your endorphins mm-hmm. so you're getting that moving in that direction of right. even a heroin high mm-hmm. naturally just,
2: just just not as it's not knocking you out completely either so it's not killing you it's not killing you right in fact it's healing you absolutely right? in fact it's healing you um it improves your blood circulation. Um, it reduces pain and aids the healing process so talking about pain i almost broke my finger last weekend and and then you laughed and i laughed (laughs) no i did i called my dad i asked him how do you how do you know if you broke a finger Mm -hmm. and my dad's like i don't know i'm not a doctor and i'm all for those of you know me my dad they call him tata you know hispanic name for grandfather and I'm like, but that that's supposed to fix everything. And he he laughed, I laughed, and all of a sudden I started feeling better. Mm-hmm. So, by the way, my finger's not broken; it's just really bruised. Um, that's the part of doing it uh, DIYing, yeah. right? And home. it's pretty funny looking. It is pretty funny looking. Mm-hmm. And I look at it all the time. <laughs> so, you know, just it, it feels good to laugh. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I didn't think about. Right. I wasn't when I was looking at some of these some of these um, facts on laughing, um, it causes you to gulp a large portion of air, therefore oxygenating your blood. We need it. We need it. So it's actually medicine. It's medicine to laugh. Mm -hmm. Right. So, again, so so why don't we think of some ideas? What things can people do to remind themselves to laugh?
1: Well, see, part of oh, sorry, Go I ahead. was going to say, you know, part of the issue, and I'd love to get some phone calls uh, from That's what people. I was say. Let's call.
2: Um, tell us some of your laughter stories.
1: Yeah, uh, phone number is area code three two three two zero three zero eight one five. Again, three two three two zero three zero eight one five. I should know this but I have to read it every you week. You don't even you know? <laughs> know your phone number by heart, really. So, <laughs> But, uh, you know, one of the things that I, that I see, you know, again, out there is, you know, we have a lot of angry people. We do. You know, there's a lot of very angry people. And, you know, I look at life differently than some people. You know, I look at life like, look, you know what, we're all just trying to get through this the best we can, mm-hmm. this one life that we have, and I want to just enjoy it. You know, I look at this, you know, you know, a lot of people that appear very angry can easily laugh at other people.
2: Right. But they have right? a hard time laughing. Themselves. But
1: they aren't able to laugh at themselves, which mm-hmm. I sort of correlate with their sort of, uh, um, they have a higher view of themselves. Like they're perfect and probably lack so
2: they're not able to see their, their, their own hypo- imperfection and their
1: hypocrisy. Yeah. I guess so there's, <laughs> hypocrisy. there's absolutely um yeah because we're all you know i mean we were we were kind of talking about that you know i mean how many people like go and they trip and they fall and they're like well whoa, whoa, you know like you see that yeah <laughs> you get worried about what people are gonna yeah. think
2: that's another thing stop worrying about what other people think right because yeah. if you're worried about what other people think then you're never going to be able to do what you want to do right i mean so many of us worry so much of what people are going to think and mind you we may sound like we've got it all together right now <laughs> when it comes to not caring what people think and stuff like that. You would have asked me 15, uh, 20 years ago. I give it. I gave a shit. I was always constantly worried. What are people going to think? What are people going to say? So, you know, it's just stuff that we've learned through life experiences that and and getting older and a little wiser. Right. Don't not according to our teenagers. We're not wiser, but, you know, we are a little wiser in certain things um, that we are okay to laugh at ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, we're okay to we're okay to if we tr- if we trip or you know, stumble and fall, we can laugh about our clumsiness.
1: Today one of my favorite stories and I was talking about this, you know, with you know, moments in your life that can happen and you instantly feel like, "Oh shit, you know, something bad," but then the ability for the laughter to sort of take all of that away. So I was driving in uh, Newport Beach, I used to work. I ran a uh, ran Newport Coast recovery uh, treatment program on the peninsula in Newport Beach. And this was back in 2000, maybe 2008, somewhere around there. And they used to have the traffic lights at, at you know, those cameras, cameras. those damn cameras mm-hmm. that take pictures. <laughs> Which I don't think they do anymore. No, they right? took them all out of Newport. I mean, they still do in some places, but they, they took them all out of there. But So I used to go through this light every day. And, of course, I always knew there's a camera. And so I was driving up one day and I was driving and it turns yellow, right? And I'm thinking like, oh,
2: oh I can make it.
1: I think I'm going to make this thing, right? And just before I hit, before I one, I realized it, I realized it, that I was going to get my picture taken, right? <laughs> and I literally just broke out into the, I was literally had the biggest, loudest laughing smile on the camera picture <laughs> okay. that came to my house. Right. Right. Yeah, I was like, "Damn, this is this should be on my ID." Right, <laughs> it's better than my ID. <laughs> but it was funny though, because I—I—that's I, literally the instant thing that came from it was I just started laughing, and—and uh, and initially you'd think, you know, you'd get pissed. This sucks, you know. Right. I mean, right. and again, Th- that laughter cost me six hundred bucks, but. You know, it but little, it wasn't the fact that I was able to change the situation, but I was able to change my mood behind it, the situation. Right.
2: And your perspective to the situation. Yeah.
1: Right. And, and, and the fact that I was responsible. I mean, again, that's the other part to things is that.
2: Well, yeah, you got it on camera and I, you're laughing, you're basically I, it, laughing at the camera. Yeah, I mean, I
1: hate those cameras. <laughs> I hate those. I think, don't think they should exist, but I knew they were there. Mm-hmm. I knew the reality. I know it's against a lot of run of light. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm and so responsibility would say okay yeah i mean that's the law i know it i broke it and mm-hmm. so, so you be deal it. You deal with the deal with the shit right mm-hmm. and uh and so but that's not always easy sometimes you right because we instantly want to just be like you know yeah. crazy and you want to get upset <laughs> and,
2: and you want to blame the world and yeah for yeah. sure for sure
1: yeah. that's yeah. how we do yeah Probably the guy behind me's fault, right. the person in front. Of me. I couldn't see. The sun was shining. I don't know. You know.
2: <laughs> well, and that's another another way. If you're sitting down and you start thinking of like, oh, but my life has sucked. Like, oh, there's all this bad stuff that's happened to it. If you really s- sit back and think about some of the stuff that's happened to you, try to find the parts that actually are funny, that, that turned out in a funny situation, you know, that were kind of funny. So in the same token, mm-hmm. Right. I I was driving with a girlfriend to state line. And, I'm you know, I'm booking it. I'm going 106. Didn't even realize I was going 106. We're just talking. Have a good time. I'm driving. Uh,
1: You're in the middle of the desert. Right.
2: So all of a sudden I hear the siren. Cop pulls me over. I get nervous. I pull to the left. So I'm in the I'm in the center of the freeway right there. Cop pulls over. He's like, are you trying to kill me? And I was like, no, why? (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, you pull to the left. That's illegal, you know? And I was like, oh, I didn't know. He goes, how long have you had your license? (laughs) Well, this time I've had my license for like 15 years. Like it's, you know, Mm. I'm like, I don't get pulled over normally. So, you know, luckily he didn't give me a ticket for that. Right. But long story short, I, you know, I went in front of the judge and I said, well, can I um, go to traffic school for this ticket? And he's like, no, we don't give traffic school to people that try to break the sound barrier. (laughs) Now, that's a thousand dollar ticket. Right. Um, Was it funny in that time? Actually, when he said that, it was kind of funny. But was it funny when I got the ticket? No. But when I think about it now, it's freaking hilarious. Mm -hmm. How the heck? First of all, how the heck do you pull over to the left? (laughs) Right. And then have the nerve to ask for traffic school because you hadn't gotten a ticket before. Uh, going 106 miles an hour, you know, so it's those kind of funny things. I think that it's we twice
1: take. the, twice the speed limits is uh reckless driving. Yeah. I think. So those, I was close, like close, yeah. but I wasn't
2: there. Um, but you know, so, so if you think about situations where you were irritated, where you were pissed, just life seemed unfair, something happened. If you think about it, and now with hindsight being 2020, 20, you can go back and be like, I can't believe I said that I'm an idiot or I can't believe I did that. I'm an idiot. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's about laughing at yourself and being okay with it,
0: mm-hmm.
2: right? We can all laugh at ourselves. The fact that I almost broke my finger was totally my fault. You know, like, where, we're, you know, it was removing tile. For those of you who remove tile before, you use a chisel <laughs> and a hammer, and the hammer just hit my knuckle one too many times, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, it is what it is. We laugh about it, you know, that the house, when we're done doing the DIYing, is literally going to be full of blood, sweat, and tears. Like that, <laughs> that house is going <laughs> to have all our blood, sweat, and tears. So you know, just just stop for a moment, take that time, and think of some situations that really can bring that laughter. So you may not be feeling like laughing right now because you've had a stressful day. You're stressed out about kids going back to school. You're you're stressed out about COVID. You're str- there's there's so many stresses going on.
1: Mm-hmm. But
2: if you take that moment and just if you can't just bellow up that laughter. There's got to be a story Mm -hmm. in your life that's going to cause you to laugh.
1: And if you can't laugh at yourself, laugh at someone else.
2: No, (laughs) not to their face anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So here are a couple (laughs) ideas that I have. That's
1: what I was saying. Remember outside, I was like, you know. The one you know, everybody complains about this mask situation, right? But one perk with the mask is that you can be laughing at people and then not even knowing you're laughing at them. You can't make noise though. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what's,
2: you know what? I mean? You know what's funny? Well, is, they may see
1: it in your eyes though. But right. You know, <laughs> you know what's funny is
2: I'm one of those people that I've, I walk by <laughs> you or you know, uh, you know, we're looking, we look, our eyes catch each other. I'll smile at you. You know, I try, I try to be a person like. You know welcoming Mm -hmm. smiling person and it's so funny with the mask i'm still that way but nobody can see that i'm smiling at them you know so it's kind of funny it's just how you know um (laughs) it is what it is right um the so a few things that i wrote down here to kind of remind yourself to take that moment things that won't take like too much thought right um one is include laughter in your morning routine Mm. Right. So for those of you who watch the news in the morning with their cup of coffee, it's hard to
1: laugh at the news sometimes, but right. (laughs) It is hard to laugh at the news,
2: but you, you, Mm -hmm. but if you change it to something that will make you laugh, if, you know, something that will give you at least a few giggles in, Mm -hmm. right. Um, It starts to set the mood for your entire day. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? There's times that the news, we watch the news, and it's either pissed me off or I've gotten annoyed, and I feel myself dragging throughout the rest of the day. Mm. Unless I I mean, unless I go to the gym, because then at the gym I'm starting laughing because I'm laughing at myself for not being able to pick up that weight that I should be able to pick up by now. But, you know, that's a different story. Here's
1: an idea. Has anybody ever thought about this? So, And you, you brought it up, but when you wake up in the morning, just start laughing uh, I, for like 30 seconds.
2: I'm still trying to figure out how to wake up.
1: Laughing's going to help you. Laughing Well, going to help you. Okay, get your coffee first. You got to get your coffee. You know what would make get your, me laugh? Get your laughter juice in.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know what would make me laugh is if you're still asleep and I want to wake you up, I just slap you awake. That would make me laugh. Yeah, probably would. That would be pretty funny. Remember that time that we were sleeping? And then, then I would have to laugh at you. At you. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so the other <laughs> idea... Right, we all have these nice little mugs that we have at home. And some, you know, a few of them.
1: You have a cute mug. Oh, oh, we're talking about oh, coffee mugs, okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that was just sad. Um, So anyways, so we have these cute little mugs and the matching set and the whole nine yards. Get a set of mugs that have funny jokes to it, have funny sayings or things that make you laugh. Mm -hmm. So that every morning when you go get your cup of coffee, you look at this joke And it makes you
0: laugh,
2: right? You get your cup of coffee. You do that about four or five times, maybe what's the, how many days is it before it becomes a habit? Like, I think it's like 10 days before it becomes a habit or something like that. Anyways, you're training your mind. Mm. So when you drink your cup of coffee in the morning, regardless of what mug you have, Mm -hmm. it's funny. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, you laugh. So just little things, you're starting to train your mind to start laughing or smiling more often. Mm -hmm and and smiling actually brings on more laughter as well by the way um you know uh, the other the other idea i have
1: you I mean, just smiling is another thing that actually helps too that's what you i'm know, saying yeah, smiling just, just brings smiling, on more laughter
2: you know? so smiling brings on more of that positive attitude um you know those kind of things what's the saying that takes more muscles to, to frown than it is to smile yeah, yeah. you know so you know think about that kind of stuff but another thing is um uh, you know and you, you have a stressful day at work most of the time people have a stressful day at work then they're sitting in traffic then when they get home they're annoyed with their family they don't want to be bothered you know whatever and they're snapping mm-hmm. so that 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 sets the tone for your entire day and evening right so how about instead of when, when you're sitting in traffic which we all do you you listen to a comedy show mm-hmm. on the radio you listen to a podcast that cracks you up mm-hmm. you know you 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 do you're listening to something or even they have audiobooks now so find a funny audiobook you know something that will get you laughing and by the time you get home i promise you mm-hmm. that by the time you get home your mood will change mm-hmm. your mood will be completely different you'll appreciate your family more you'll la- you'll you'll make jokes with them you'll you know whatever um And and then even having dinner with your family. If you have small kids, ask them to tell you a joke that they heard at school Mm. or a joke that they have, Mm -hmm. you know, that they have that they want to share with you. Yeah. And I was
1: saying, I I, I don't know if you're going to want to hear the joke that they have, but
2: well, yeah, I mean, the jokes of today (laughs) might be a little much or just have them tell you a funny story that happened at school. Mm. How many of you guys do not love to hear these little kids tell stories, right? Some of these kids will tell one story and it will last an hour remember Brian used to be like that yeah. his stories would be so prolonged but yeah. they have some good stories to tell you and so they laugh and in turn you laugh because that laughing is contagious mm-hmm. right so
1: and so much of this is about you know us looking at and controlling our feelings and controlling our emotions and taking you know not allowing our anger to tear us down you know and uh and figuring out ways to i mean i do anger management and we you know with Clientele all the time, and and uh, you know, and part of the idea with anger management though is that yeah, you can figure out ways to sort of combat that anger if you can flip that into something. You know, if you can, you can take situations in your life, you make them so extreme that they all of a sudden become funny, and
2: mm-hmm. you That's can laugh That's what I mean by it. thinking of stories you know? from your past of okay, it mm-hmm. wasn't as thought as bad as I thought it was going to be, or even if it got as bad as you thought it was going to be, there's got to be a fun, funny yeah. moment in there. Right.
1: And I honestly sit and we're, you know, I, I honestly sit on the fact that if you have people in your life that, you know, are trying to tear you down, laugh at them. Yeah, I believe that, yeah. you know, I mean, because, you know, everybody's like, well, you shouldn't laugh at people. If you know those people are trying to tear you down, <laughs> laugh at laugh
2: them. Laugh them. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that goes back to, you know, the, this for those of you who know me, you know, I've been growing out my hair, my gray hair for the last year since COVID since covid first hit probably six months into it um and my sister sees me and i put a picture on facebook and her first comment is you know hey grandma you know she's got some snarky remark to say if you would if she would have said that comment 20 years ago um i could have told you i would have gotten offended i would have gotten upset it would have ruined my whole day Mm -hmm. right but now i just laugh at it i laugh at it because i'm like this says more about you than it does me mm-hmm. that you have to make these kind of like hurtful comment or you're tr- like, are you trying to like poke the, you know, poke me to see what kind of right, reaction right. I, I didn't even comment to her.
0: Right.
2: Actually, no, I did comment to her. I said, well, by, by the way, I absolutely love my grays and I get right. nothing but compliments about it. Yeah. So,
1: well, at least I'm not there yet with the grays, you know, right. But. <laughs> was born with gray hair.
2: So, so you know those th- those are just some of the things, but we would love to hear your guys' stories. Give us a call. What's the number?
1: 323 Three two three two zero three zero eight one five. Again, three two three is two zero three zero eight one five. Definitely love to hear hear some uh, some, some of your stories, stories of yeah. laughter
2: and how we can how we can help you take those stories and laugh at them. Right. So yeah,
1: and that's what you can do too. Is you can talk to people about things, turn things. I mean, that's what comedy is. You know, it they is. say comedy is tragedy plus time right right and so i mean and that's typically what all comedy is is that you know it's usually bad events horrible things that have happened in life they've turned it into something funny right and now we have the ability to laugh at it
2: right and yeah. most comedians come from from a background of struggle and that's how they come up with their jokes they're mm-hmm. able to laugh at their their and, own and
1: usually they do laugh at themselves yeah I mean, at that's really themselves. I mean, you got those that really like to attack other people, but you know, but but most of them though are, are definitely ones that you know do, right. do have that ability to. Really and some laugh of the best themselves.
2: comedians are are that way.
1: But now on the flip side of that, here's a good question for you: Why do so many comedians have major depression? You see this a lot. You do we? see
2: this a lot, and I think because they put on a they put on a facade in front of people,
1: and they're being somebody else. But they're not
2: they're not dealing with their issues that are cause that are causing the depression. Mm-hmm. You know, they feel like that hour that they're standing in front of people, they're not thinking about it. Because if you actually see it, they're not laughing on stage. So they're not healing, right? They're not having that laughter kind of thing. So then when they're not around folks or they're not, you know, they're, they're, they're dealing with their own demons and they're not working through that. I think that's a different, Mm -hmm. that's a different factor, right? Mm -hmm. So they can laugh at themselves in front of people, but they can't do it behind closed doors. And so that's what we want to take away. The stigma of being able to laugh at yourself behind closed doors and start to heal from any of the pain that you've had in your life, that you can find the laughter in it, you know, um, like I said last week, you know, I, I, I got to see the kids in Arizona, right? And the amount of laughter we had about things that I thought when we were when they were younger mm-hmm. were gonna could just completely ruin them as individuals. Mm-hmm. I was always stressed and worried about, am I raising them right? Am I doing the right thing? And, you know, um, all that kind of stuff. You're always so worried about whether or not you're doing a good job that you forget they're looking at you mm-hmm. and they're, they have now their stories And so now it became something we can laugh about and that I left from hanging out with them for just that, that one, you know, two days or whatever that I was there, um, feeling so just at ease, something I wouldn't have felt when I was, when they were growing up Mm -hmm. because I was always stressed out. You know, I'm another, I have another girlfriend who's probably listening now too, whose, um, daughter's going in freshman year of high school. And she's stressed. She's worried. She's worried about her daughter. How things are gonna turn out. And and so I had to remind her. She's gonna be okay. Mm. Everybody gets through high school. We've all gotten through high school, you know. Um, you know, her daughter's very. Um, she's not one of those one size fits all little you know girls. She has her own personality, her own style. She's 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 a really beautiful soul. Um. And, uh, and, of course, her, her mom worries about her because, you know, she doesn't fit into that box and she's afraid that she's going to be, you know, bullied or, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff because she doesn't fit in that box. And I said, but she needs to embrace that because so many of us work so hard to try to fit into that box. We spend our entire lives trying to fit into that box instead of embracing our individuality. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Well, and it's just being us. I mean, that's the key behind, you know, everything is... is you know, number one, figuring out who you are as a person, being you, mm-hmm. loving you, caring about yourself, you know, and uh, and embracing that you-ness, mm-hmm. you know, because the, you know, the sad part with so many people out there is they're not themselves, you know, they're they're who what other people want them to be. You know, and we, we talked about this before, like, you know, the, you know, um, you know, thinking through the minds of other people instead of thinking Incredible. through your own mind, you know, and being you. Well, I and think that's, that's when you're able to really sort of start to embrace yourself and love yourself and care about yourself and laugh at yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, because now I no longer care about what other people are thinking about me. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Once you stop caring about what everybody else thinks, you're able to find things a little bit more calm, more funny. You know, you're able to smile a little bit more because you're not so worked up on trying to get to fit into this this box that you don't, it's like putting that you know um, square peg into a round uh, square. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You know the word I'm, the saying I'm the, trying to the, say. A square s- a square. S- square into a
1: round hole. Or yeah, something, something, something like else. that. <laughs> so, but, on, don't say anything unless you know what the fuck you are talking about, all right? Right, because you always know <laughs> what you are talking about. Um, anyways,
2: so. So yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's laughter behind everything. And so you just got to take that moment and really find that laughter.
1: I mean, that's like, with I mean, I, I'm kind of a goofy person, you know, a lot of times. And it's one of
2: the reasons why I fell in love with you.
1: And I like being, and it's just me. I'm just being me and who I am, you know, and I don't, I don't fit, definitely don't fit in the mold of the way other people sometimes may want me to be, Mm -hmm. but that's not who I am, Mm -hmm. you know? And so and that's been one of the greatest gifts that being clean and sober has given me, right You know is that ability for me to figure out who I am. And I love who I am today. Mm-hmm. you know I'm quirky, I'm stupid, I'm you know not in a you know dumb aspect, but I mean I, I do stupid things sometimes, you know. Right. Um, I make mistakes like everybody else in the world. So I don't you know I can't sit and judge people you know right. from the aspect of um, I laugh at people.
2: You laugh with people. But I'm
1: laughing at myself too. Right, you right. know, because so many of the things that I may laugh at other people, quote unquote, at people, I do myself. Right. You know, and so that just becomes funny. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I mean, I'm not one of those people that somebody like trips and falls and cracks your head open. I'm sitting there busting my ass off laughing at them. Right. Right. I mean, internally, I may want to but I'm just <laughs> <laughs> you got to hold back depends sometimes. on who fall, who <laughs> fell and broke th- and cracked their head open right um
2: no but mm. but but for sure it's it's one of those things that i think people have especially in today's world people have forgotten to take those moments and, and just find the peace and laughter you know mm-hmm. i mean they're always talking about take those moments and appreciate what's around you and you know uh mindful meditation you know actually i was reading too there is a laughter meditation Yeah. right so you know and i was like wow this is interesting you know you're always thinking meditation like um you know like one of those things and and it just doesn't that's you know i can't you know i've tried meditation it's like a laughter yoga
1: they have a laughter yoga yeah they have a laughter
2: yoga so there's so there's just so many i don't know what
1: that is though is that like where you're just like (laughs)
2: it could be it definitely I mean it could be who knows right but there's so many ways to remind people to laugh because that laughter is a healing is a healing component Mm -hmm. to a lot of a lot of problems right Um, one of the one of my favorite things though here and I think I talked about this is the best ask any woman most women will say the Mm -hmm. best noise in the world Mm -hmm. is hearing a child laugh Mm. like that in the deep down in the belly cracking up laughter from a little kid Mm -hmm. is freaking it's so contagious it's so lovable that that's kind of like you you want to you want to hear that they have like all kinds mm -hmm. of youtube videos they have all kinds of uh, you know like noise making things i'm sure you can look up Baby laughter, put that up on your computer and start cracking up with it.
1: And you were saying that you could go to a park and see it, but then I was thinking, like, if you're a single guy,
2: yeah, you don't want to go to the park and watch a bunch of kids. Don't go to the
1: don't go, (laughs) even if it's a good it's a single woman, even if it's good intentions, but to to laugh at kids. You're laughing at the kids? No, you're, you're laughing like, with the kids. Laughing with the kids. But yeah, <laughs>
2: it may look a little... You may have the cops called on you is what we're saying. Like, so you want to be a little careful. And then you can
1: that. laugh your way to jail,
2: but... Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so you don't want to look pedophile <laughs> right. This is why you have the ability of the internet. To pull up videos. You know, just type in. Child laughing. Watch your spelling, though. and You don't want "child" anything next to child but laughing out right, loud right, right. right? again just, <laughs> just a disclaimer be careful what you type onto your what internet browser um, so because they're watching they are big, big, brother. bro- big, big Brother's, brother's watching, watching yeah, that's, that's and I
1: can watching. laugh at that today
2: that Big Brother's watching
1: I don't know why they're watching me because they you know that's what I was thinking like you know you know like even the stuff with like you know they're putting a the chip and freaking oh, you know, yeah, the the vaccine, things like this yeah. like reality says look you're not that important okay <laughs> <laughs> you are not that important you know right. if you think that that uh, you're you know it's and uh, you know i realize i realized that in life i'm not that important you know i i wasn't a point in time in my drug use oh yeah you thought you right? were the yeah. well where i did have them watching me oh yeah of you know? course i mean it was yeah, yeah. not the fbi or anything but it was the you know orange county sheriffs task force and stuff they were watching me but they had a legitimate reason at right. that particular moment in time. Today, my life, clean and sober, and what I do, I'm not that important. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, that, that takes away from the world revolving around me. Are you? Is that uh, what you're uh, trying to tell uh, me, you, is the world does yeah. not revolve around me? I mean, me?
1: technically, the world does revolve around you. Because, like, from your standpoint, oh, yeah, where true. you the are, everything is, is around you. So, technically, the world does revolve around you. <laughs> <laughs> but from a more realistic standpoint... Right. It doesn't, and I, you know, that was, that was, uh, that was another great awareness that I had when I got, finally got clean and sober, and I Mm. realized it wasn't that important. Yeah. Which that humility was another groundbreaking ground. Humility also gave me a lot of power in the ability to laugh at myself. Right. You know, because I do, you know, it, I mean, and that's, that's, I think, where we have to start with it sometimes, is you got to get humble. Right. Be humble.
2: Right. Yeah. yeah no absolutely I, I just I, I, you know peop- if more people took the time to laugh and to smile and to just almost fake it till you make it you may have had a stressful day but you're smiling and you're laughing mm-hmm. that whole stress starts to, to starts to kind of go away Now we're not saying laugh at people you know mm. I mean you can if you want behind closed <laughs> doors if that's what's going to make you laugh but you know Um. you know don't <laughs> Don't be a jackass, you know. <laughs> don't don't be a total jerk about it. But you know, just just take that moment for yourself. You deserve it. Yeah. You absolutely deserve it, and that's a really good healing process. You know, healing benefits to 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 the laughter. Um, what are you laughing about?
1: We're talking about laughter. Uh, oh, is that yeah. what you're laughing? Because we're
2: laughing. We're laughing. Oh, got you. Okay. Well, I thought you were laughing at something yeah. I said and i was going to feel offended i
1: probably did but yeah know. i was
2: going to i was going to get a little but see offended. that's
1: the beauty about it that's the beauty of marriage you know we're married i laugh at you you laugh at me we, we laugh, laugh together. together we laugh at the kids it's just a laugh fest uh,
2: that's st- you know what that's it's, what it's,
1: marriage it's, is marriage is a laugh fest <laughs> actually
2: and it said it said here on there too one of the things that i wrote down was laugh more with your partner mm-hmm. and i could say that you and i have
1: we laugh a lot
2: a really great relationship when it comes to that like we we do laugh a lot we laugh at each other all the time
1: 100 you know
2: yeah. i'm sure deep down inside you wanted to laugh at the fact that i hammered my finger one too many times Be honest right you wanted to laugh a little bit yeah. until I said I think it's broken then you all of a sudden were like oh yeah I'm not gonna laugh
1: that's at when that. I wanted to laugh harder no I don't I don't like to laugh at your pain like you know it's kind of thing but, <laughs> but the reality being, we are doing a lot of work in our house and of course I'm slamming my hand plenty of times too as we're we're uh, doing work so it's a mutual
2: I'm surprised my friends haven't started putting like a, a pool together of which part of Morella's body <laughs> Is going to be yeah, bruised up, bruised nice. up, Broken. scratched up, whatever, whatever the case may be, because it's almost every weekend. Yeah. I'll send him a picture of something like, look what I did this weekend, yeah. and I'm not sending the picture of the house. I'm sending a picture of well, where she's I
1: got my it. Uh, she's my demolition uh, derby crew. Yes, um, so she tears apart everything. I put it back all together.
2: Yeah, pretty much. That's yeah. almost how it works. Yeah. You know, I mean, she
1: comes in there just, just. With her big ass hammer and just starts busting shit up and
2: hey, if you really want to, <laughs> if you really want to relieve some stress, right? Absolutely, take a sledgehammer and start breaking down to some walls. That's a, that's some stress reliever. Yeah. Yeah. I actually put Eric's picture up with a target yeah. and used the sledgehammer to, you know, mm-hmm. we both laughed. And
1: she even did voodoo where I actually felt it too. <laughs> no
2: I don't know voodoo that's not (laughs) I should learn though
1: (laughs) 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 you have like the little doll (laughs) sticking the pins in (laughs) there (laughs) damn it what the hell (laughs) 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 I mean doing a podcast wow what the (laughs) right
2: so laughter leads to happiness Mm -hmm. right laughter leads to happiness it feels it leads to just just an overall better day I think
1: Mm-hmm. So, I want to do a, uh, a workout real quick.
2: Are we ready to work out? It's only a minute. It's only a minute.
1: We've got a few minutes left. So, um, let's do a, um, what, was it, what are we doing? A 15-minute workout? 10-minute, what is it?
2: If it's, if it's a 15 If it's one minute,
1: one minute of laughter.
2: Then it's three minutes in laughter, if it's 15 minutes. No,
1: how much, how much for one minute?
2: One minute of laughter equals six to 10 minutes.
1: All right. Of court cardio. Of cardio. Okay.
2: Of of yeah treadmill. I all right.
1: Mean. Everybody, everybody out there. Okay, we're gonna do this huge. We're gonna do a laugh fest. This is a laugh orgy. All right.
2: Let Eric get it started because he has like the ability <laughs> to just start cracking up.
1: Yes. So you guys got to, you Guys, this is really. If you guys ever want to check out my podcast, let's get high to You'll see this. I get really, really crazy in that one. But what it's we're the gonna one do I is didn't like. we're just gonna. <laughs> I look crazy as hell, <laughs> don't I? Yes. Yeah, so I was like, okay, I married. Here then. we go. Ready? Uh,
0: uh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's doubling the. Um,
0: I suppose. So. <laughs> <laughs> He's doubling the exercise ah. routine.
2: <laughs> Does your tummy hurt? That's where you need to feel it. That tummy ache. We're losing that weight. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes.
1: Yes. Good old laughter. See, you can fake it. You can fake you it until you make it. You can fake it you make it, right? And it's, it's true, right? I mean, that's what Norman Cousins said when he did his. Uh, is you know that he forced himself to laugh so hard to where his stomach hurt right and, and that Who doesn't
2: he, love that feeling?
1: Oh, it's amazing I and, love and that it feeling. is it's literally a high. I mean I swear to god, you know this was again a god-given ability, laughter Highness,
2: remember when we went to go see Jim yeah. Brewer?
1: Oh my God!
2: Stand up comedy.
1: Yes, we'll give a shout out to Jim Brewer Yeah, here. just shout out to Jim um, Brewer. You are the best. He he is absolutely hilarious stand up. If anybody ever wants to see a great, and he's clean too. And I, he's I really, clean, you know. Yeah, he's clean. Um,
2: but yeah, he's amazing. If you ever really just want a good laugh to where you could barely walk out because your stomach is so sore, yeah, Jim he, Brewer is the way to He had us.
1: He had us. He literally had us. I mean, Jim Brewer,
2: if you're listening, we'd like some free tickets to your
1: show. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> he, he did. He had me. He had my. He had me hurting. Yeah, you know? I
2: remember. I remember. Uh, I, my stomach literally hurt for two days after that.
1: Yeah. Well, we are about out of time.
2: We're gonna laugh our uh, way out of here. And
1: we are definitely gonna laugh our way out the door here. But uh, I want to again thank everybody for tuning in to another episode of What Were You Thinking. LA Talk Radio.
2: Peace, love, and laughter, baby. Absolutely.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're listening to What Were You Thinking? with Eric